I'm Katie. Um, I'm married to Ethan, and we met online um, on one of the more popular dating sites, um, which is really funny because we're both very straight-laced people and doesn't seem like something that either of us would have done. It was kind of back in the days when online dating kind of raised some eyebrows. You know, we both grew up within about 15 minutes of each other, knew a lot of the same people, um, frequented the same places, and somehow our paths had just never crossed for us to meet. And so we met in December, fell in love quickly. Um, we were engaged in March and married in July. Um, and this is back in 2009. I'm a type one diabetic and we knew that conceiving would probably be a little bit tricky. So we threw out the birth control pretty early and started trying to have a baby. We first discovered I had PCOS when I had a cyst rupture while we were out of town. I went to the ER um, and got a diagnosis. And you know, that we were told that conceiving was gonna be even tougher than we previously thought. So we decided to start trying in earnest. And that was within about a year of getting married. Um, so we kept trying, found out that um, we were going to need IVF and um, started um, going through the process with a clinic local to us in Ohio. Didn't get very far with it because they wanted to see better diabetes control. So we started working on improving my, my health outside of just reproductive health. And we ended up moving to a different state for my husband's job and working with um, reproductive endocrinologists there. Um, we got a little bit further in the process, but not a whole lot. We did some genetic testing and things like that um, and ended up moving back home shortly after. Tried to pick back up where we left off with the local um, Ohio doctor. Did the last rounds of tests and everything was verified and we were, f we were good to go. We were cleared for, for IVF in November. So they ended up putting us off and putting us off a few times. They didn't want to do um, cycles during the holidays uh, because they didn't want to have to transfer. So um, we got put off November and December. They didn't want to do January either, and I can't remember quite why that was. Um, then they just kept putting us off, and we there were never any real good medical reasons for the delays. It was really disheartening and just very frustrating. We had been working at this point for over four years, and we're just really wanting to be parents and it didn't seem fair that they couldn't see us as people as people with this goal and this this drive to be parents um we just really felt like we were numbers on a chart um you know we were medical record number blah 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 and so after they put us off um another time in middle in the middle of march i came home from from my job that day and was bawling on the couch because they were talking about it being May or June before they were able to do a retrieval and transfer. And I just, I couldn't stand that thought. And to be in March and talking about June and not really trusting that it would even happen then because, you know, they had, they had damaged that trust so badly. Um, I was sitting on the couch, crying my eyes out, and my husband is sitting in his chair next to me. And I look at him and say, let's just run away. Can't we just run away? Let's just go to that, that clinic in the Caribbean and just let's just run away. Um, and he kind of looked at me funny and he said, is that really an option? And I said, you know, through blogging, um, I had come across mentions of Barbados Fertility Center. Had never really considered a real option for, for us, but like with the online dating, we're very traditional, straight-laced kind of people. We don't do crazy things like leaving the country for medical care. And so I, you know, I told him it's, <laughs> it, it's, it exists, but I don't know that it's a real option. So he and I being the researchers we are, we dig into the internet and find everything we can about the clinic here. And we're just blown away with 
everything we read about, you know, from the JCI accreditation to the experience and education of the doctors and the rest of the staff, we began to think of it as a legitimate possibility. So the next day I called in and I talked to Anna here and I told her, you know, a little bit of our, a little bit of our history and what some of the challenges were with our, our case. And I said, you know, is that going to be a problem? Is that something you can work with? And she said, absolutely, we can work with that. And so we scheduled, um, our um, phone consultation with a doctor. And um, in the meantime, I worked on getting all of my medical records sent to Barbados. Um, So we had our our consultation with Dr. Skinner and um, we were really impressed with how she was tailoring the treatment to me specifically with my PCOS and with my diabetes. And she talked about, you know, we'll do this kind of a protocol with this medication because of, you know, this in your history. And we felt really impressed and secure that we were being seen as people. One of the things when I talked with Anna the first day, um, I told her what had gone on with my clinic um, locally and how they had been putting us off. And she was able to to read that the timing was a pain point for me, that it was something that was important to me. Um, it was causing me this stress. And so to mitigate that, she said, pick a date, give me a date, and that's the date we'll get you here. Um, so I said, how about July 1st? Because that would work around my husband's school schedule and we could arrange to get out of the country by then. And she said, done. We landed in Barbados on June 30th and our first appointment at the clinic was on ju- July 1st. So she kept that that promise and that you know, really earned our our trust and just felt made us feel really heard. Like we were, we were important and what was important to us was important to, to BFC. The biggest impression when you first walk in to the BFC clinic is um, Sierraline is going to meet you with the biggest bear hug you've ever had and you are going to feel at home. The clinic is, it's clean, it's beautiful, it's cozy and home-like. It does a really good job of striking that balance between a medical setting without being cold and sterile. Everything about BFC um, is that way. They're very, they're very serious, they're very state-of-the-art, very advanced, very professional, but yet they're warm and they listen to you. Um, and they've become, in a lot of ways, a family to my family. I have a twin, uh, a set of twins. I have um, a daughter and a son. They just turned three and they're amazing. That, you know, we joke about having our little Bajan babies. If someone asks me, I'm thinking about it, but I'm not sure you know, do you, can you tell me about your story? I said, sure. And, you know, I tell them what I just, uh, what I just told the podcast. Um, and I also tell them that I have, um, about a hundred close friends who've been through this too. Um, and if they'd like more stories, they're out there. People who, who reach out to me and ask me, you know, I think they've really done the hard part is to reach out. BFC cycles are much less expensive than anywhere in the States. Um, there are travel expenses, um, but even for us, including all of the travel expenses, we still saved a few thousand dollars. Um, if you're concerned about, you know, the legitimacy of the clinic, I understand because we were too, and we did all the research. Um, and I'm always happy to show people the research that we did. Um, the Joint Commission International Accreditation is for real. That is not an easy thing to accomplish. I always encourage people who are a little on the fence about, you know, if it's safe to look into what is required to get that and just know that the clinic works so hard to earn the international reputation and respect that they have. So really, you know, there, there are a lot of reasons that people are nervous, but I think most of them can be overcome just with a little bit more research or with reaching out to people who've been there. As we were getting ready to leave after our transfer, 
Um, we were told to wait 12 days before testing. Anna looked at my husband and told him, do not let her test early. And then she looks at me and says, if you test early and call me crying, I'm not going to listen to you. So I was, I was determined I was going to wait the full time um, because I knew if I tested early and saw a negative, I was just going to get upset. I think we were only maybe five days after transfer and we had just been out to dinner. I did the test and we, I sat it on the ledge of our tub and my husband and I just knelt down next to it and just watched. You just watched that line creeping up when the second line showed up nice and dark. There was no question about it. Five days after transfer that we were pregnant, we collapsed, <laughs> hugged each other. We were just hugging and laughing and crying at the same time. It was just a big mess of emotions. The next day, um, I emailed Anna and I said that thing of where if I test early and call you crying and you don't talk to me, is it, does it still count if they're happy tears? Um, and so, you know, the clinic celebrated with us and sent me a packet of information about what to do next. But, um, you know, just what really stuck out at me is that the response was, OMG, really? And we just, you know, everyone there celebrated with us. Um, that's when the adventure really began. You know, we thought we thought going to Barbados for, for IVF was going to be the adventure. And it turns out that when you get pregnant with twins, that's just the beginning of the adventure. And we're living some crazy, crazy fun days right now.